All right, folks, what is going on? It's episode 331 of the Person Frame Rate Show. I am Via Vala, and we're going to jump into some quarterback talk when it comes to the Atlanta Falcons. Uh, I think this is something that I had to reevaluate, something that I really want to um, really discuss this uh, right now because um, it, it's starting to heat up. You know, right around the corner is going to be the draft, and, you know, we never know what may happen. And, I, you know, as closer the draft gets, the more we start talking about quarterbacks and I really want to um, discuss what's at stake when it comes to the quarterback position for the Atlanta Falcons and uh, give my opinions pretty much on how I feel about it in general, not necessarily which quarterback the court, the, the Falcons should pick, but just the quarterback position in general. And uh, long story short, I think they're actually just fine right now, but we're going to d- dive deep in, more into that. Um, if this is your first time here, welcome. This is the First in Frame Rate Show. I am VF Baller. Over here, we talk about Georgia Southern and Atlanta Falcons football and uh, talked a lot about Georgia Southern the past uh, you know, few days in the last week or so. We're going to jump back to the Atlanta Falcons, and it's going to be pretty awesome. If this is your first time here, I am on... Uh, YouTube and Rumble. I want to welcome you guys once again. YouTube and Rumble. Um, I, if you want to listen to the audio side of things, I am on Anchor, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, and Google Podcasts. So if you want to check all those uh, avenues out, whatever fits you the best, uh, you can go and uh, subscribe to those avenues as well. If you want to listen to me uh, and talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football at your leisure time. And also, if you want to donate to help the channel grow, uh, all the links are down in the description. All right, let's get into this. I'm going to make no bones about it. I feel that the Falcons right now are in pretty good shape when it comes to quarterback. Um, at one point, I didn't feel this way um, until we, you know, pretty much got Marcus Mariota. And when I got him, I was like, okay, you know what? He's not bad. He's not great. He's okay. And right now, that's all we need. We need somebody that's okay, somebody who can make some decent decisions and somebody that, you know, just can get by for right now. Right now, there's no room for us to get a franchise quarterback, in my opinion, even with the guys that you may see on the screen if you're watching on YouTube or Rumble. The guys on screen, I don't get me wrong, I think they have the potential to be franchise quarterbacks. Uh, I think this draft class is a little bit, you know, lower tier than other ones. I'm not going to sit here and say any of these guys are like, you know, ready to go for the next 15 years as a, you know, a, a staple on a team, but you just never know how that may play out. So this is kind of tricky what, you know, what we're about to discuss. Um, but as far as Marcus Mariota goes, he has a two year deal. Um, this is basically a safe, uh, this is a safe uh, gap for the Falcons. This is probably one of the safest picks that the Falcons have done so far this uh, off season outside of maybe Casey Hayward. Uh, all the other ones are like a bunch of prove it deals. But I think with Marcus Mariota, you really can't, can't do, I don't think, you can't do any worse, you know, or I, I take that back, you can do worse, but you, you you did a pretty solid job by picking up somebody like Marcus Mariota. I mean, he's shown flashes that he can still play in the NFL. Um, unfortunately, he was benched by um, Ryan Tannehill. For the most part, he even explained why that happened. He had to grow up. And we're looking at a different person than somebody who was drafted back in 2015. So, um, therefore, I think he has the potential to actually do some things. Um, We do have some receivers that are here. They're not the best receivers in the world, but they're better than what we had last year, to be honest. Um, I think these are some receivers that we got. um, They're going to be okay. Uh, I don't think they're going to be anything special uh, outside of – 
I, I can never get the guy's name from the Bengals name right, but he has the potential to be really good. We already got Cordell Patterson. And Zacchaeus does show flashes that he can do some things. Now, the other guys that we picked, you know, they may do some things as well that we picked up. Special teams probably get a catch here or there. Um, and, you know, I, I, I'd be remiss if I don't talk about Kyle Pitts. So we have some targets to throw the ball, uh, to throw the ball at. But, as, you know, we got to see how that's going to play out with the second year of Coach Arthur Smith at the helm. Now, as far as these other quarterbacks go, I mean, I saw what Malik Willis can do when he throws the ball. I think he, you know, looks really good at throwing the deep ball. And all these other guys, I can't really separate the the one from the other three. You know, Pickett, Ritter, and Corral. I'm looking like, all right, what are we getting that separates from those guys? Now, I know Malik Willis is, in my opinion, is slightly better than the other three. I could be wrong, but that's what my my eye, the eye test see in, in my eyes. I've seen, you know, um, with you know Malik Willis playing in a, a, a offense that likes to throw the ball a lot at Liberty. He's he was he's been able to get a lot of reps to like to sling the ball around the field, and he done it. He, he's done pretty well for himself overall uh and the other guys don't get me wrong um uh, uh matt corral was another one he's gonna be you know uh meeting with the falcons very soon and with him he's another one that can throw the ball pretty well uh kenny pickett i'm not really sure about desmond ritter is a proven winner um he's done great things with cincinnati and uh so that's one intangible that the other guys you know really haven't put on display so therefore, this could be a situation where he could stand out because the it factor does matter in the NFL. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. If you have it, find a ways to win. Have the intangibles. He's the one that, to me, that 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 could that shows that he could play against top tier talent and do very well. And I know the whole situation with Alabama wasn't the best, but who plays well against Alabama? You know what I'm saying? It's like not too many teams do that. But outside of the other four, I think you know. You got some solid players overall. Now, we have to come to, to the reality that the Falcons may just pick one of these four guys. It may not be in the first round. It could be in the second round or whatever the case may be. But there's not a dire need for any of these guys. Like I said, I think Marcus Mariota right now could be a solid transition to, you know, after his two years is up to actually get a franchise quarterback. It gives the Falcons time to actually, you know, evaluate longer if any of these four guys aren't the guy that for them they can just wait to 2023 where there's supposed to be a better class out there to come in and they can pick from whoever they can possibly get out of there uh but with marcus Mariota, you you have somebody who can play ball you got somebody who can move around in the pocket you got a guy who can throw the ball pretty well so um it's just the, the target's just gonna have to get open i've said this before the only thing Marcus Mariota has to do is not turn the ball over. If he doesn't turn the ball over, the Falcons have a chance to win some games. Um, you know, that's one thing. One of the downfalls with Matt Ryan last year, and it's nothing not a knock against him, he really didn't have many people to throw the ball to. And some of those plays, especially early in the season, a lot of interceptions happened. I mean, I think like the first four or five games, he had like six interceptions. He ended up with 11, but the first six games I think I don't have the stats in front of me but I think the first six games he had like six picks and three of them was in the Tampa Bay game you know so 
it, 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 was, it, it really was a detriment because we had a chance to win that game in Tampa Bay. Turnovers kill any team. I don't care how good or talented you are. You know, you could be Tom Brady, but if you're Tom Brady throwing four, you know, picks, you know, in a game, I, I highly doubt you're going to win that game. I don't care what kind of quarterback you got. If you throw, throw three picks in a game, it's highly unlikely you're going to win that game. Yeah, like I said, I don't care if you're Tom Brady, Joe Montana, John Elway. It doesn't matter. It's very hard to win a game when you do that. So that's why I said with Marcus Mariota or anybody who's going to be playing quarterback, if the Falcons decide to get any of these guys and they end up taking the job over Marcus Mariota, you know, that's the the the, the game plan still stands. You can't turn the ball over. And, you know, there was a recent uh, interview, and that was on NFL.com. I don't want to really go through it all the – all through all, all through it but i will say like you know marcus Mariota is basically have this attitude saying nothing's guaranteed you know it's just the opportunity that they have and he wants to make the most of it he's excited about having the opportunity so um he's all he, he's all in for helping anybody who comes in to play quarterback that's you know just paraphrasing everything that he just said he wants to you know be there to the point where whatever he can do to help he's there and basically, that's what he's he's been doing for the past few years. Anyway, he did it with the Titans. He did it with the with the Oakland, well, Las Vegas Raiders. And now he's in a position now where, all intents and purposes, right now he's he's projected to be the number one quarterback. He's he's number he, he's QB one right now. I mean, I don't see Felipe Franks walking through the door to take the spot. AJ McCarron, I don't even know if he's still on the team. Josh Rosen, still same thing. I mean, no, I think those two guys are done. So. With Mariota and Felipe Franks, only ones on the roster, this is a really big possibility that one of these four quarterbacks could get picked. And, and I wouldn't be surprised if somebody that's not even on this list get picked later on, the third, fourth, fifth round, just to have depth. So, you know, it is 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 a high possibility. I don't see the Falcons going in the the 2022 season with just two quarterbacks. I'd be highly surprised. You know what I mean? I'd be highly surprised if that happened. But you know what? There's a lot of rumors going around at a certain quarterback that is possibly going to be uh, traded. If you're looking at the screen right now, this kid right here, Kyler Murray, he has no business. If you're looking at the screen, I have a picture of Kyler Murray. He has no business being on the Falcons. None. Zero. None. That's We don't need that kind of energy. I, 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 I Look, I didn't even think we needed Deshaun Watson, even though I knew it was a big possibility. Don't go down this road again. I don't know if the, anybody from the Falcons are listening to me. I know they're not, you know, but I'm just giving you my opinion. No, he, he does not need to be on his team. This kid won $45 million a year after what he does. I mean, after week 14, after week 15, this dude is non-existent. And I'm not here to knock him because I think he's a, I think, don't get me, I think he's a baller. I think the dude could play, but for some reason, he had better talent than the Falcons had, and he disappeared on two two seasons in a row. I'm good on that. So let's get back to what we were talking about when it comes to these other quarterbacks. Um, I, I I'm sitting here at the end of the day. I think we're just fine, to be honest. I think we're okay where we at when it comes to the quarterback position. Um. We're we're not in dire need of a quarterback. Where we we pretty much need to like fill a lot of other spots. We still I, some people say we still need a edge rusher. Even though Lorenzo Carter's here, we got another defensive tackle just came in. Um, we have a lot going on. 
that needs to be addressed. So it's, it's, it's not really a big deal if, you know, it, it, to me, it's not really a big deal if we don't get a quarterback. I think we're going to need one. I think we need at least three quarterbacks on the depth chart. But if any of these four guys are not picked, I'm okay with it. But you're just going to have to get somebody to be a third string. I, I just don't see it where Mariota and Felipe Franks is just the only two on the roster. But as long as no injuries have come about, I think Marcus Mariota will be okay. I, to be honest with you, I think uh, with the more of the talent that we have now, because we have, we, have we have better talent than we had last year, to be honest. We have better talent that we have last year. So I think we'll probably end up doing the same thing again, getting seven wins. I can see that, even though that the, the schedule's brutal. But I think the seven is the cap. I don't see we get any higher than that. And that's okay because we already know what time it is when it comes to the team. You know, the GM and the and the coach saying they're still trying to win games, and that's what you're supposed to say. But it, but in all honesty, you got to look at this for what it is. Like, man, um, I think it's going to be pretty much a repeat of last year. We'll be lucky if we get eight, maybe nine wins. But I, I, I see seven and ten written all over the team. And I think mostly we'll get most of the wins because of the defense. I think the defense is going to be a lot better than advertised. I think this defense is going to be actually pretty good with the you know additions of Lorenzo Carter and Rashawn Evans and Casey Hayward. We we picked up some guys that can play. You know we got I mean we got we picked up a few guys that can play some ball. So they will probably keep us in the game much more than we had last year. And I think we'll probably end up getting anywhere between six and nine. I say six and eight wins. I'm, I'm shooting for seven. I think seven is cap. So, um, with, with with that being said, Marcus Mariota, Desmond Ritter, uh, Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, any of these guys right here, if they end up being playing, if they end up under center for the Falcons next year, the main thing with them is they're just going to have to not turn over the ball. Um, I'm I'm still yet to see what the running game is going to be like. I have no idea what the running game is going to be like. So that is going to be something that we're going to have to discuss sometime down the road because are we going to draft another running back? Um, you know, we still got Mike Davis. You know, we got, uh, oh, what's his name? The kid that we just uh, picked up. Oh, oh, man, the kid that we just picked up from uh, the, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I am just, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, uh, uh, okay, we don't, we don't need to hear that. Sorry about that. Um, we, I, I just don't, I just can't remember who it was that we um, picked up. But just got finished talking about a number. I don't know. He came the, the running back for that they used to play for the Chiefs. Uh, nevertheless, uh, I, I'm always at a loss for words when it comes to names. So, uh, it is what it is. So. I just don't know what the running game is going to look like. We still don't know what the offensive line is going to look like. We got a lot of guys that came in that play offensive line. Most of them came from the Bears. <laughs> you know how that goes. But um, we're, we're, we're looking at a situation where we just don't know what the running game is going to look like because you still got a lot of people on the offensive line. You got, you know, still got Mike Davis. You still got Quadru Allison was re-signed. You know, that, that's kind of crazy how the, uh, he got re-signed. So I don't I don't know how that's going to be played out because I to be honest I didn't think that he was going to be resigned at all. So when Quadri Allison was resigned, I was uh, really really surprised. So um, at the end of the day, and you know what, what also may be a big deal is like 
you know, what 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 will we do if we do get a receiver as well? How does that change things with the quarterback? I mean, I don't I don't know. It's just it's just a lot with the team right now cuz we could get we need players from everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We need players from everywhere. So I, I I'm not really worried about it. Damian there Damian Williams. Man, I I I can't keep it up with a name to save my life. I had to go look it up. But nevertheless, Damian Williams, 30 years old? I didn't know that. Well, um, I just I just feel that with the running game, that's gonna be something that's gonna be really uh something to uh look into down the road. But as far as us you know, what happens if we do draft another receiver, two receivers, trying to get as many weapons as possible. What happens when it when that happens? <laughs> what happens when that happens, right? You know, it's just something to think about. What does it mean for the quarterbacks? What does it mean to picking up a quarterback? You know, what happens if you pick up a quarterback in the third or fourth round? What does that really mean? Because at the end of the day, we're really sitting here and, and looking at the Falcons and we're like, yo, these guys need help everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They need help all over the place. You know, so uh, we really need to figure out what are we going to be doing, you know, you know, ASAP. I think by training camp and when we start doing preseason games, I think the, uh, the the total identity and the formation will be complete when it comes to what this team's going to look like. It's always going to be a work in progress. But for 2022, we'll get an idea of what they're going to look like. And for right now, I, I don't see a very solid team, but I see a team that, that, that is starting to put things together and you see how it's, how it's coming all together. I mean, we're, we're, if anything, to be generous, we're a below average team right now. And uh, we need to figure out what we're going to do when it comes to uh, not only just quarterback. I mean, we pass rush, you know, uh, you know, uh, offensive line, running back. You know, so it's a, it's a lot that we are actually, um, it's a lot that we have to address. But I, I feel like at the end of the day, when it comes to the quarterback position, I think we're okay. I really feel that we're okay at the end of the day. I don't think there's anything. I don't think it's a dire need. I think the Mariota pickup was actually pretty solid. But the flip side that we're going to need a third string quarterback. We're going to need one. So um, we need to figure that out, how we're going to do that in some form or fashion. Because if we end up getting in, if we end up getting any of these four guys that are in college right now, Pickett, Corral, Ritter, or Willis. We end up getting any of those guys in the first two to three rounds. The writing's on the wall. We're probably going to end up. They're probably going to be competing to be QB one. Anything after the fourth or fifth round, you probably be like, eh. You know, you might not really think about it unless if you're like, you know, a situation where Russell Wilson was like fourth round pick and end up, or like Dak Prescott or something like that. And see, that's the beauty of this. You don't know what may happen with the quarterback position because you got guys like that came into the league and end up being, you know, big time starters. And then if all his purposes, they were Dak Dak and um Russell Wilson was pretty solid in college. Probably no different than what these guys have done in college themselves. You know, they weren't like world beaters, but they turned out to be pretty good players. You know, Russell Wilson, I think he went beyond expectations. You know, Dak Prescott as well. So we, we are we able to find any of those type of players 
in general, or are we willing to find? Are, are, is it a situation where we may find that type of quarterback in this year's draft? Find one that you you pick up late in the draft, and he turned out to be, you know, just as solid as a Prescott. And it is really hard to say with um, Russell Wilson. I mean, he won a Super Bowl, so that's that's kind of high expectations. But is is there a situation where you may find a quarterback that that's just that solid? You know, if you find somebody that solid, I think you're in good. I think, you know, in the fourth round, you really can't beat that. I doubt if any of these four guys would be available in the fourth round, but you just never know what other quarterbacks that are out there. Before I close, I'm going to um, look into this. I'm at the 20-minute mark. I usually don't try to go this far. I want to look at other QBs just for honorable, honorable mentions that that may be coming into the NFL draft if there's any. Let me see. This is as of what day? This is as of April 9th. Got Pickett, Malik Willis, Matt Corral. We also have Sam Howell. See, Sam Howell's another one. We haven't even talked about Sam Howell. I'm not really, you know, big on him. But what happens if he goes in the third or fourth round and he turns out that he could he could ball? What happens if that happens? You know? <laughs> What happens if that happens? Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong. See, Carson Strong is another one. Very, 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 very careful with Carson Strong. He could be a sleeper. And I'm not joking about that. He could be a sleeper. Um, Brock Purdy, eh, I'm not really thinking about him too much. Uh, Cole Kelly, Southeast Louisiana, eh, he's 6'7", 249, eh. A kill glass from QB from Alabama A&M. I heard a couple people make uh had his name out there. So a couple people have said something about a kill glass, but I'm not sure about that at all. Um Chris Oladukun. Oladukun, yeah, from South Dakota State. Nah, I don't know about that. Dustin Crump from Penn, Kent State. Nah, okay, I'm not and the Eric King. I'm not gonna go no further than that, Derek King. And uh, that's pretty much it. That I there's other ones on this list. Uh, I went to WalterFootball.com. There, um, this page was updated as of last week. So that's you know you pretty much got an accurate you know situation right there with the quarterbacks that's going to be there. Um, but out of everybody that I got on the screen, um, Carson Strong is another one that does stand out. Be very mindful of him. I would not be surprised if the Falcons try to get him in the fourth or fifth round. And I'm not joking about that. Um, I don't think too many people are looking at him. But I would not be surprised if uh, the Falcons look at him. And, I mean, this, this, you got low expectations for somebody who may come in in the fourth or fifth round. And, you know, they come in and, you know, just get on the roster. With, with, with you know, Marcus Mariota and Felipe Franks, this right here may be a really good pick for the Falcons. So if none of these guys are being picked in the first three rounds, watch Carson Strong, you know, just for depth purposes, and he may do something, you know, in the league. But at the end of the day, I, like I said, I feel that the quarterback situation is fine. I really do. I really do believe that. I think they're. I think it's okay. And um, for all the things I mentioned earlier, I feel that the Falcons can bridge the gap for a two-year deal with Marcus Mariota and maybe find the person that they want down the road. But, you know, we'll just have to see that. 
The Falcons may be looking at any of these guys, Pickett, Corral, you know, Ritter or Willis. Corral is going to be, you know, be interviewing with the Falcons. So you just don't know. But um, just keep that in the back of your mind about Carson Strong. Just keep that in the back of your mind. If you like this content, hit the like button. Share this content. Let people know what I'm doing over here. Uh, over here, I talk about Georgia Southern Atlanta Falcons football. We went all in on Atlanta Falcons when it comes to the quarterbacks. Um, like I said, if you like this content, like, hit the like button, share this, subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. I am on YouTube and Rumble. If you want to listen to the audio side of this, I am on Anchor, Stitcher, Spotify, Apple, and Google. And, uh, you know, let people know what I'm doing. You know, and if you don't like what I'm doing, help. As a matter of fact, give me a five-star rating over there on the Apple side of things or anywhere else that they rate these podcasts. And if you don't like what I'm doing, give us a feedback. Put down there and let me know what I'm doing wrong or whatever the case may be. I'm going to get out of here. I hope you guys enjoy your Tuesday. And I hope you guys, uh, everything else that's going on with you is going in the right direction. I am going to be sliding up out of here. I will see you guys on the next one. All right, y'all. Y'all take it easy. Y'all be blessed. Peace.